Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I think my recording got the music in the wrong spot. It is what it is, though. Fuck it. And then there was bass. Good morning, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite. Got a Too Much Game podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again. Today's episode is going to be something that I wrote probably like a month ago. Remember I told y'all a nigga was going to start doing my episodes like, you know, writing these motherfuckers at like different times. You know, some of the motherfuckers I write real close to when I record them. Other ones would be some shit that I wrote. Others would be some shit that I have been working on for a while Today's episode is some shit that I wrote I don't know, probably like two months ago, around March You know, it was kind of like the It was the fucking anniversary around when Nipsey got killed and shit You know, and I was remembering Nipsey's last fucking tweet And it said, having strong enemies is a blessing And you know, I think about that shit a lot, nigga You know, a lot of shit happened recently you know, just in general, like, you know, just the way life works and, you know, what we get credit for and, you know, what it is that motivates us and, you know, what makes us who we are, my nigga. You know, like I've talked about on multiple episodes, a lot of things that motherfuckers brag about as far as like what makes them who they are, which is like adversity and things that they overcome and, you know, people that they overcome, you know, like competition you know competition brings out the best in a lot of us you know and a lot of us wouldn't be shit without the competition that we have you know like what would Muhammad Ali be without Joe Frazier you know what would LeBron James be without the motherfucking Spurs nigga without the Celtics without the motherfucking you know even the Dallas Mavericks who beat them you know like Michael Jordan without the bad boy Pistons without the Showtime Lakers You know, like a lot of times we are known for what we overcome. You know, we're known for who we be, nigga, who we step up over, you know, like what we do to get forward in life. You know, I like what Nipsey said, nigga, having strong enemies is a blessing. You know, like that's something that I'm I'm like kind of big on because I consider myself to be a highly competitive person. You know, like competition brings out the best in a lot of us. Not everybody, because, you know, some motherfuckers, they not good with competition. You know, competition fucks them up, you know, because sometimes competition will stifle creativity. But in a lot of a lot of cases, you ain't shit without your comp. You know, me personally, like I, I consider myself like that. You know, like I use competition as motivation. You know, I see what motherfuckers around me are doing, whether it be my colleagues, my friends, You know, even motherfuckers who I don't fuck with, and that shit motivates me to up my level. 
you know, a lot of times without something to look at, without something to to aim for, you can't really reach your full fucking potential. You know, so sometimes it's good to have strong enemies, my nigga. Like it's good to have a hard test to pass. You know, a lot of motherfuckers like they see trials and tribulations and they, you know, they they bitch up. You know, like something that I say all the time, you know, about bitch-ass niggas. Bitch-ass niggas are not good when it comes to competition. Bitch-ass niggas can't handle competition. Bitch-ass niggas can't handle motherfuckers around them being either as successful, more successful. You know, nigga, it's even motherfuckers around bitch-ass niggas who not even as successful, but because of the bitch-assness in them motherfuckers, Nigga, they can't even accept that it's a nigga anywhere near them motherfuckers. You know, and shit like that is, like, sad to see, nigga. Like, me personally, like, I, I, I can't fucking operate like that. You know, like I always say, nigga, like, if I'm the strongest motherfucker in the room, I don't want to be in the room. I'm in the wrong fucking room. Like, I need to be around motherfuckers who's smarter than me. I need to be around motherfuckers who got more money than me. I need to be around motherfuckers who I feel are doing better than me in anything, my nigga. Because, like, I need that shit to motivate me. I need that shit to push me. If I'm around a bunch of motherfuckers who I feel like I can beat, like, it's no fun no more. Like, it ain't even cool to be around a bunch of niggas who I feel like, nigga, I could could step all over these niggas. You know, and y'all know, nigga, all the motherfuckers in this motherfucking, this podcast arena and shit, like, you know, uh, uh, amongst the niggas who we all talk to, the niggas who we all close to, you know, like I, y'all niggas will hear me say, if you follow me on Instagram at Uncle Dolomite or at Too Much Game Podcast, you know, like we do these lives and, you know, we in these group chats and shit. And, you know, like we talk about it all the time, nigga, other podcasters, you know, shout out to motherfucking um, conversations with Lamp, nigga. Go ahead, cut that air horn up and shit. You know, um, Life Unplugged podcast and, and various others, my nigga. You know, uh, West Virginia Commonplace. You know, like, amongst a group of motherfuckers who we fuck with, Frocast, shout out to him, nigga. He had episode 500 and shit. Um, you know, like, nigga, motherfuckers consider me to be the best. I consider myself to be the best. Honestly, since I fucking first started doing this shit, I've considered myself to be the best, my nigga. And it is what it is. But I'm not saying that shit in the sense of I can't learn nothing from these niggas. You know, I can't do shit. Even though I feel like I could beat these niggas in competition, I feel like my show might be better than these niggas. I don't feel like I'm so far in the way better than these niggas that I should stop fucking with these niggas. I honestly say that shit kind of jokingly on some real shit because I'm not just finna sit up here and say like, oh, nigga, I'm... I'm like better than these niggas. I don't need to be around these niggas. It's not really that nigga. It's more like a nigga. I'm just me and you, you. And I feel like nigga, if me and you got at it, I could beat you. You know, it's just like on some real nigga street shit. Like, you know, you'll never admit that a nigga could beat you up in the street. Like you and your best friend and shit. Remember when niggas was little and and somebody be like, hey, man, who went in a fight? You are your homeboy. Nigga, of course you're going to say, man, I'll beat the shit out this nigga. Even if your homeboy is Mike fucking Tyson, my nigga, you gonna say I could beat this nigga up. Just like with two brothers who close in age, my nigga, like you never just gonna say, oh, I feel like that nigga whooped my ass. Like, no, nigga, any nigga who's in the fucking arena gonna feel like he the best nigga in the motherfucking arena. 
And that's just what it is, my nigga. But at the same time, you always want to be in an arena with other strong motherfuckers. You always want to be in an arena with a bunch of motherfuckers who could get cracking like you get cracking. What's going on, Barbie, from the Let Me Touch You podcast and the NYC Home Team podcast? How you doing? But yeah, like motherfuckers always like to be around people or strong motherfuckers need to be around other strong motherfuckers. Let me just put it that way. Steel sharpen steel, my nigga. You need to be around motherfuckers who can fuck with you in the arena that you in, my nigga. Even if you feel like you the best. Because you should feel like you the best, my nigga. That's, that shit should go without fucking saying. But even though you feel like you the best, nigga, you should be able to get cracking with whoever the fuck that you getting cracking with. You should only want to be around motherfuckers who you feel are strong and to be in strong enough to be in the category that you in like me. Even though I feel like I'm better than a lot of these motherfuckers, I have an immense respect for them. I have an immense respect for what they do. Nigga, I have the utmost respect for what these motherfuckers got going on. Like nigga, shout out to that nigga fucking West Virginia Uncommonplace. We did a fucking interview. I think around like late February and the nigga asked me like, you know, respectfully, nigga, is there anybody who you think is fucking with you in this podcast arena? Because like I always say, my nigga, I feel like I'm I'm the best nigga doing this shit, nigga. Like whether or not motherfuckers got bigger numbers, some of these niggas are celebrities. Some of these motherfuckers got millions of listeners and all that bullshit. Like, nigga, I don't do the number game, my nigga. When it come to own this motherfucking microphone, I feel like I'm fucking over everybody with a microphone in front of, period. But when the nigga asked me, I said straight out, like, nigga, if I'm really going to, like, be 100 about who I think could fuck with me, it's Frocast, my nigga. Frocast is really that nigga out here. Like, nigga, his show is so fucking well produced, my nigga. Shout out to him and Queen Jern. You know, like the whole nappy Afro motherfucking collective, nigga. The Black Power Squad and all them niggas over there. What's going on, DLP? Like, all them motherfuckers, like, the, the way that that nigga's show is structured, nigga, the, the artwork, nigga, the, the attention to detail, everything that that motherfucker puts in his show. Like I said, this nigga did 501 episodes, my nigga, and his shows, nigga. That nigga got the reps. He put in the motherfucking work. And it's like looking at motherfuckers like that and listening to shows like that, that shit motivate me to fucking go harder and be better, my nigga. So even though, nigga, like me and him, nigga, we talk about it, like, nigga, I still feel like I'm better. But listening to that nigga shit make me feel like I still got work to do. Like, nigga, I'll never be perfect. Perfect don't fucking exist. But, nigga, the, the best thing that I could do and the best thing that I always tell niggas is even though you can't be perfect, nigga, you can always strive to try, my nigga, like, you can always try to get as close to perfection as possible. You know, like they say, practice makes perfect and that's bullshit because practice don't make perfect. Perfect practice make perfect. But there's no fucking perfection. So the best thing you could do is get as close to that shit as possible. You know, like, nigga, even as the best, the reason that I say to stay around strong motherfuckers the reason that I say to stay around strong competition is because, nigga, any given Sunday, and we talk about this shit all the time, my nigga, like, just because I feel like I'm the best don't mean that any fucking episode a nigga could have a show better than mine. Just like as a fucking athlete, my nigga, like, 
LeBron James is the best player in the motherfucking league, nigga. You know, like right now, you can argue between Giannis, KD, LeBron, maybe Luka. But at the end of the day, my nigga, no matter who's the best, any given night, somebody going to score the most points. And it might not be the nigga who you consider the best. Any given night, nigga, as a center, nigga, some, you might be the leading. You might have the most blocks this season. Every night, nigga, you might not have the most blocks that night. So, nigga, you should just be able to look at the motherfuckers that are on the level of competition that you own. And you should still be able to be motivated at the fact that. Just because I'm the best don't mean that this night this nigga might not have got me. Like, nigga, there was a point where Mike Tyson was literally considered the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Nigga, the greatest boxer ever. And he got knocked on his ass by motherfucking Buster Douglas, my nigga. You know, and that's the thing, my nigga. Like, that's that's a motivating fucking thing, my nigga. The fact that no matter how good you think you are, nigga, if you slip one night, somebody could beat you. Shit like that is what keeps me on my game. The fact that even though I feel like I'm the best, I know, nigga, when I'm recording, that nigga Frocast recording too. You know, other niggas is recording too. So, nigga, I got to bring that motherfucker every time I turn this motherfucking microphone on because I don't want to be on my little, oh, I'm the best. I can just come in here, turn the mics on, and just do whatever the fuck I want to. And then Frocast come and take the motherfucking slot, my nigga. Like, you always got to protect the throne, my nigga. You always got to protect your motherfucking position, my nigga. Like, I did a fucking episode probably a year ago about that shit. Protect your motherfucking spot, nigga. You should always be on your A game. Whether you think you at the top or you think you at the fucking bottom. Nigga, whether you look at your colleagues as above you, below you, or eye to eye with you, my nigga. You should always try to be at the top of your motherfucking game because, nigga, no matter what position you in, it's always somebody gunning to take that motherfucker. You know, it's always somebody looking to be better than you, nigga. No matter how hard you working, it's a motherfucker working just as hard as you or shit, probably harder, my nigga. You know, like, nigga, when you that nigga in the top motherfucking slot, nigga, you getting everybody a game. You know, like, that's the fucking thing about being the best, my nigga. That's the fucking thing about, like, me literally proclaiming that I'm the best at this shit. You know, like, when me and JR talked about that shit, nigga, the episode was called The Gift and the Curse, nigga. And a big part of the curse of being the best is everybody at your neck when you're the best, my nigga. You know, like they say, nigga, kings always get their head cut off, nigga. Like, nigga, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Like, everybody say they want to be the best, but they don't want to deal with what it takes to be the best. They don't want to deal with what it takes to maintain being called the best. You know, it's easy to say that shit, but nigga, just think about how many motherfuckers going to be shooting at you when you're the best. Nigga, that shit not fucking easy. Like, nigga, it's it's easy to be second place. You know, I feel like that's KD's thing. Shout out to Greenwood, Mississippi, tuning in. Renee Bobby, I think that shit say, nigga, what's the deal? What he say? Mike always said everyone has a plan till they get hit. Man, I done quoted that shit a thousand times on this episode. Nigga, everybody got a plan till they get punched in the mouth. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This week at Macy's, get an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of already great deals, like 25 to 60% off cold weather gear for the whole family, 30 to 60% off select bedding and bath, plus 30% off select small appliances. And Star Rewards members earn on every purchase, except gift cards, services, and fees at Macy's, Macy's Backstage, and Market by Macy's. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. But that's the fucking thing, nigga. When you the best, my nigga, like, you have to be able to carry that crown. Whether humbly or not humbly. Because, you know, like me, I tell niggas, I don't fucking believe in humility. I'm not the type of nigga to be humble, my nigga. I don't believe in humility. I believe in saying who the fuck you are. Who you believe you are, nigga, say that shit. If you feel like you the best, be the best, nigga. Say you the best. But when you say you the best, my nigga, you have to open up the floor for other motherfuckers who may disagree. Because that's my fucking thing, nigga. That's a conflict I've had. You know, like, nigga, I say I'm the best. Other niggas say I'm the best. There's niggas who disagree. Cool, disagree, nigga. Let's do that. And it is what it is, my nigga. Because as as the best, nigga, I'm open for competition. Nigga, I'm open to prove it, my nigga. If you feel like you better, show it, nigga. But, nigga, you got to show that shit in the fucking arena that we're in, my nigga. You know, because that's the thing that comes with being the best. Nigga, when you the best, you show that you the best where you the best at, my nigga. You can't argue who's better off the court. You got to do that shit on the motherfucking court, my nigga. If you ain't on the court showing you the best, you can't fucking be the best. You got to be the best on the fucking court. And this is what it is when it comes to having strong motherfucking enemies, my nigga. Michael Jordan needed Larry Bird. Michael Jordan needed Magic Johnson. Nigga, Muhammad Ali needed Joe Frazier. Even though these niggas was better than all these motherfuckers who who I'm naming, they needed them. Because without strong enemies, nobody's going to consider you to be shit, my nigga. Without the Joker, don't nobody give a fuck about Batman, my nigga. You know, like, without KD, niggas uh, niggas ain't going to care about LeBron, nigga. Because something that they would say about Floyd Mayweather a lot. Oh, nigga, he he always chose his opponents. Oh, you know, he always ducks certain fighters. Nigga, if you don't fight the best, you can't be the best, my nigga. If you don't beat the best, you can't be the best. You know, without Ric Flair and Andre the Giant, you know, and niggas like this, like, nigga, Hulk Hogan can't say he's really all that, my nigga. You know, The Rock and Stone Cold, nigga, whichever one you feel is the best, They needed each other to even get put into that motherfucking conversation, nigga, without a legend to go against. Nigga, your legend status can't be fucking cemented. That's the reason, like, a lot of these players from the 40s and 50s don't really get the props like that because these motherfuckers might not have been going against the greatest of competition. You know, the reason that Bill Russell don't really get the props that he might deserve or possibly might not deserve. Just like fucking Will Chamberlain, nigga, the reason a lot of motherfuckers don't put them as high 
as other people on the list of the greats is because their competition wasn't all that great. Nigga, it's hard to say that you the greatest player ever when the niggas you was going against was mailmen, plumbers, motherfucking construction workers and shit. Like, nigga, you wasn't going against the greatest competition, my nigga. You know, like, you don't get the props for being the best until you can beat other motherfuckers who people consider to be the best, nigga. You can't even be put in a fucking conversation unless you literally show that you can beat these motherfuckers. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. And it don't fucking happen anywhere but in the fucking arena, nigga. Nigga, you got to get on the court. You got to get in the ring. You got to get in the motherfucking octagon. You got to get on the motherfucking field. Other than that, that shit don't fucking matter, my nigga. You know, and like this ass people is some shit that we should run towards. You shouldn't run from competition. Only bitch ass niggas run from competition. Nigga, you should be running toward the motherfucking smoke. If you want to claim that you're the best at anything, if you want to be your best at anything, because you don't even always have to be on some some shit like I'm on. Like me personally, nigga, no matter what the fuck I do, I feel like I want to be the best. And if I'm not the best, I'm at least good at that motherfucking shit. You know, at least I'm mentioning the conversation of the niggas who are proficient at that shit. You know, like, I don't like doing shit I'm not good at. That's the reason I don't play Call of Duty a lot. Them niggas be smoking me. I suck at that shit. I do the best I can. I get my ass whooped. Like, I don't have the time and energy to put in to get good at Call of Duty. So I don't fuck with Call of Duty like that, nigga. I leave that shit to the niggas who do that. Y'all niggas who good at Call of Duty, congratulations. You niggas got hand-eye coordination and you got fucking ADHD or whatever the fuck you niggas use to get good at Call of Duty. But I suck at that shit. But it's other shit that I play that I'm good at. I'll fuck you niggas up at that shit, nigga. Like, shit, I'm pretty good at 2K, nigga. At one point, I thought I was the best NFL 2K5 player on the planet, nigga. I was literally beating niggas by 100, nigga. Like, literally. It'd be 105 to 0. I was beating the shit out of niggas on NFL 2K5. I felt like I was the best. But again, nigga, like, the, the reason I was calling myself the best is because, nigga, I was taking on all competition. I wasn't the living room champion because, like, nigga, back in the Madden days, I used to tell niggas that shit. Like, I remember we'll play Madden and niggas would be, you know, hitting me up. Hey, nigga, I'm the best Madden player. And I'm like, who have you played, my nigga? Like, honestly, like, don't tell me you beat all your little brothers in Madden so you the champ. Or you beat all the niggas that live on your street so you the champ. Fuck that, my nigga. Who did you beat? Like, for real, for real, my nigga. What's going on, Black Jack 94? But, like, nigga, who did you beat to say that you the best? Because beating the niggas in your neighborhood don't make you the best. Beating all the niggas around your high school don't make you the best. Like, nigga, until you really fucked with a nigga who's really that dude, nigga, you can't fucking say that shit, my nigga. You know, like, that's the thing. The reason I was calling myself the best is because every motherfucker who I ran into, nigga, I was going out of town whooping niggas' asses, barbershops, nigga, Fucking all just wherever the fuck I could go to, to play a nigga in some competition. I'm beating the shit out of everybody. I'm like, I, I might be the best in the world at this motherfucking shit. Like, I wish they had online for that motherfucker. But like, that's my thing with anything, my nigga. Like, you should always go to punch the biggest nigga in the world in the mouth to be able to prove that you're the best at anything, my nigga. You know, and again, even if it ain't you being the best, it's at least you seeing where you at. You know, like you being able to understand what level that you at in anything that you doing. You know, like me in this motherfucking podcast arena, my nigga. 
I done did shows with all types of motherfuckers. Everybody, my nigga. I done did all types of different genres of podcasting. And nigga, I be feeling like for real, like nigga, I'm I'm stealing listeners from niggas. If you hear me on that motherfucking microphone, I'm stealing listeners, nigga. Like that's what I used to start saying when I would do fucking shows with people. Nigga, if you hear me on that shit, nigga, you for sure gonna want to come in here with the fuck I got going on. Cause I know I said some hot shit. And that's my fucking mentality with everything, my nigga. And I tell everybody, nigga, that should be your mentality if if that's what you aim for. But at least if it ain't your fucking mentality to say that you the best, nigga, you should at least have the mentality of if I have strong competition, I'll at least be proficient. You know, just like with little kids in sports, nigga, like you always want to put your kids around bigger kids who are better than them. Because if you keep kids that are better than all the kids around them in that area, they'll get that big fish in a fucking small pond complex where they so good at playing niggas they age. Once they go up a level, they won't even be able to handle the competition because they so used to playing niggas that they, that, that's they age. Yeah, I could beat these niggas, but what about those niggas? What about them motherfuckers at the next fucking level? What about them niggas up there? Because that's what I'm always looking for as far as me in the competition or in the competitive fucking spirit that I have, my nigga. Because like I would always say this, nigga, like when we would go to parks all over the motherfucking city, when we go to parks all over Southern California when I play basketball, like nigga, you can't really say you dope until you've left and played against the best niggas everywhere, my nigga. Because it's easy to say I was the best nigga at my high school. That's cool, nigga. We in college now. Every nigga at this college was the best nigga at their high school. When you in college and you, nigga, I was the best nigga in college, nigga. Now you get to the pros, nigga. Every nigga in the pros was the man at college. Every nigga in the pros was the man at high school. Every nigga in the pros was the man in their little city league and the little leagues and all that shit. Nigga, now, now we finna really see what you about. And that's the fucking thing about strong enemies being a fucking blessing, my nigga. When you have big adversity, nigga, you get big victory, my nigga. I did a fucking episode a long ass time ago called, like, Potential Energy. Nigga, it was probably, like, in the first, like, 20 episodes back when I was still at Townhouse Media Studios and shit. Shout out to the super producer, Ben Ready. And I was talking about this shit. Like, nigga, when you have a big obstacle to overcome, you should look at that shit as a blessing. You should be happy to have great obstacles to overcome because it always feels the best when you beat the biggest obstacles, my nigga. The biggest things you overcome will be the most memorable moments in your life. You know, I say it a lot. The greatest feeling in the world is relief from the greatest pain in the world. You know, a lot of times we go through some fucked up shit in life. You know, we go through harsh things, nigga. We feel great pains. We take huge losses, you know, and these are the defining moments in our life, my nigga, because like it's always easy, you know, to cheer and root for the team when they winning, but it's not as easy when the team is losing, when they taking them L's, when they getting their ass whooped. You know, it's just like when it comes to sports, it's easy to get a 50-point blowout, nigga. It feels cool to win by 20 points and shit, my nigga. But you ain't going to get on fucking ESPN unless you win with that 20-point comeback. You know, like, that's that's when motherfuckers really define who you are. You know, like, a big reason that I started saying LeBron was the motherfucking GOAT 
Not because of those Miami Heat days, you know, not because of any of that shit where, you know, he come in heavily favored into the finals, but it was that fucking 3-1 lead that they overcame to beat the motherfucking Warriors, my nigga. The Warriors was a 73-win motherfucking team, straight buzzsaw, nigga, one of the greatest teams ever assembled, and this nigga with Kyrie and Kevin Love beat them niggas. You know, shit like that is what defines you, nigga. Overcoming great circumstances, overcoming great enemies is what defines you as a person, what defines you as a competitor, what defines you in any fucking arena is who you overcome, what you overcome. You know, like I always say, the reason that so many people brag about being from the bottom, being from the ghetto, being from the gutter, whether or not that shit may be true, is because we understand that overcoming great circumstances is what will make you great. It's a lot of motherfuckers ain't never been through shit, but will lie and say they were because we all subconsciously understand that it takes a strong person to overcome adversity. So they do that shit just to fucking say that they a strong person, just like other people. You know, and that's the thing, my nigga, like, me, a lot of times, nigga, like I did an episode not long ago called Real Nigga Time, and I was talking about that shit. You know, when I'm going through something fucked up, of course, like, it sucks. Of course, it's annoying. You know, it's it's inconvenient. You know, it's unfortunate. But like I always say, like, nigga, it's going to be a hell of a story when I come out of this shit. When I come out of this shit, not if I come out of this shit. You know, I never ask, why is this shit happening to me? I always ask, what the fuck am I going to do to get out of this shit? And then I will always tell myself, it's going to be dope as fuck when I find out. You know, like I always look at shit in a positive light. When shit is fucked up, I always think like, nigga, once I figure out how to overcome this shit, it's going to be beautiful. You know, nigga, this shit, like, nigga... Even when I'm in pain, like, I can't wait till I get over this cold. I can't wait to get over this flu. You know, I can't wait till my motherfucking leg heal. You know, like, you break a bone and shit. Like, nigga, I remember I broke my foot in, like, 10th grade. You know, and something that happened when I broke my foot, because, like, I was telling niggas, nigga, after my motherfucking foot heal, I'm going to be dunking on 10. 10 meaning 10 feet, like a regulation NBA basketball court. You know, this shit happened when I was in high school. I was probably like 5'10", 5'11". Nigga, before I I broke my foot, I couldn't dunk, my nigga. You know, but the whole time, nigga, while my foot was broke, like, nigga, I got my cast. I got the little walking cast. Nigga, I was literally shooting hoops, nigga, running around, exercising and working out while my foot was broke. Because like I told niggas, nigga, when I get over this shit, nigga, I'm, I'm coming back 10 times stronger, my nigga. I'm coming back 10 times better, my nigga. Like, y'all niggas, y'all niggas is in for some shit when I come back. And that's how I am with everything, my nigga. You know, because like I say, nigga, heroes are defined by the circumstances that they overcome, my nigga. And that's how I fucking look at myself. Like, I look at myself as a, I'm a cold motherfucker. You know, not because I dress nice and I'm handsome and I'm funny and all of this bullshit. But because of everything that I fucking been through, I don't look like it. You know, like, a nigga done been through some fucked up shit, but I ain't let it break me. 
I done been through some fucked up shit, but I ain't let that shit like slow me down or make me look fucked up. I don't have no negative outlook on life. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers go through fucked up shit and they become bitter. You know, them motherfuckers have motherfuckers saying negative things about them and they get bitter about that shit. You know, like that shit hurt their motherfucking feelings. Me personally, ain't nothing a motherfucker gonna say about me that's gonna shake me because I know who I am. I know what I got going on. I know what I'm capable of. You know, so nothing a motherfucker gonna say is gonna sway me no left or right because I know me better than they know me. You know, like something that I will always say internally when motherfuckers uh, talk negative, like this nigga can't know me to have said that shit. Like, nigga, you you might have known me my whole life, but nigga, it's certain shit a motherfucker going to say to me, like, let me. Oh, OK, that that nigga just don't know me. You know, so sometimes I read comments on here on the Internet or, you know, motherfuckers who, who I've met in person, niggas who, who know me kind of in person, say certain shit. And I'll be like, nigga. Y'all know me like that, nigga. These motherfuckers who, who I done met when I was uh, elementary school. And I be like, you obviously don't know me. Because you you can't know what the fuck I'm capable of for you to have said that shit out loud. You got me fucked up, but it ain't finna like have me mad. I don't get out of my character. You know, just like my last episode. Like, nigga, nothing a motherfucker say should get you out of character because hit dogs holler. So if they telling you something negative about you. And you don't believe it, it should be dismissed as a lie. Nothing a motherfucker says about me is gonna get me out of my motherfucking character because I don't live by another motherfucker's opinion. I don't live in another motherfucker's words. You know, like I said in the last fucking episode, my nigga, if you live by the fucking cheers, you're gonna die by the booze. You know, if you allow motherfuckers words to change the way that you look at yourself, they can fucking control you. If you let a motherfucker telling you you dope make your motherfucking head do this, the same motherfucker telling you you trash can make your head shrink back down, my nigga. I'll never allow that shit, my nigga. You know, because I look at myself a certain way. You know, like I got a high fucking self-image and a lot of my high self-image comes from the circumstances that I've overcome and how I've come out from overcoming those fucking circumstances. You know, so like us as people, nigga, when we have fucked up circumstances, when we have strong enemies, nigga, we should embrace that. We should be happy for that. 
You know, like I said, I forgot what episode. It was some cold shit, but I forgot it. You know, but like I was talking about the universe, God, whatever you believe in, my nigga, the higher powers of the earth. I look at them as a motherfucking teacher. I look at circumstances as a teacher. You know, a lot of times you get fucked up circumstances to show you how strong you are. A lot of times you get an obstacle put in front of you to show you how strong you are as a person. To show you that you could overcome those fucking circumstances. You know, because something that people say a lot is God never put more on you than you can handle. And that's the fucking truth. And a lot of times when some fucked up heavy shit get put on us, it's to prove to us what we can handle. You know, because sometimes us as people, we don't even know how strong we are. So sometimes, nigga, it takes outside factors to show us how strong we are. You know, like I will always tell motherfuckers just about us as black people, my nigga. You know, I feel like black people are literally magical, my nigga. No matter what negative shit they say about us, nigga, no matter what type of bullshit they try to put on us, nigga, we always motherfucking survive, my nigga. You know, as black people, nigga, we've survived some of the worst shit that's ever happened literally in history, dog. And we still here, nigga. We still fucking strong, nigga. We literally live... In a country that's trying to kill us. You know. Nigga we are in a system that literally designed to hold us down. And we still motherfucking. We still fucking excel my nigga. You know nigga at one point nigga we had a fucking black president. Nigga we had the the leader of the motherfucking country that hates us. Was a fucking black man my nigga. And this ain't about how I feel about Obama and shit. Because y'all niggas know I didn't vote for the motherfucker. Like, politically, I didn't fuck with him. But just as a symbol, it was very fucking powerful to see. The fact that the United States can't stand our motherfucking ass. Yet one of us broke that glass ceiling and became the president. The nigga didn't help us and shit. But it was good to see his ass in that motherfucker. You know, like, it, it was good to know that there's a little kid... That will look at a fucking picture and say, nigga, the, the president looked like me. I could do that shit, too. You know, like, even when it comes to strong enemies, being a fucking blessing, it's always good to have strong allies. And one of these days, I'm going to do an episode about that shit. But, like, seeing that motherfucking Obama was in the, in the fucking White House helped a lot of people's self-image because they was able to see that that shit is possible. Just like having strong enemies, my niggas. Just like having strong colleagues. Just like having strong motherfuckers to compete against. It's a lot of times when I see something that a motherfucker does who I might be. Nigga, whether it's a colleague, somebody I fuck with, or somebody I'm at odds with, nigga. Nigga, it's good to see them niggas do something that I can't do or haven't done. Let me not say can't do. Something that I didn't know I could do yet. Because once I see a motherfucker do some shit, nigga, all that do is let me know it's possible. You know, when I'm fucking with a motherfucker and, and they in the same arena as me and they do something I ain't did yet, I'm like, all right, now I see that it's possible, nigga. Now I know I got more work to do. You know, if I fight a nigga and he beat me, I'm like, nigga, now I know I got more work to do. You know, but that's the fucking thing, nigga. You should always be trying to find competition that could beat you. Nigga, even if they can't beat you every time, nigga, at least a motherfucker who can make you feel what they got going on just so you could get your little shit up. 
You know, because a lot of times, nigga, motherfuckers get stagnant when they around a bunch of motherfuckers who they could beat every time. You know, when they around a bunch of motherfuckers who don't do nothing but tell them how great they are. A bunch of motherfuckers who back down from them when it's time to compete. You know, like me personally, nigga, I welcome that shit, my nigga. You know, bullshit ain't nothing, nigga. We could do that shit all day. But a lot of motherfuckers shy away from that shit because they not fucking built like that in real life. You know, like that's the difference between competition and ego, my nigga. I mean, not competition, but confidence. There's a big ass difference between confidence and ego. Nigga, confidence is when you know you're him. You can do that, nigga. You, you, you fucking up anybody who you go against. Nigga, ego wants for other motherfuckers to tell you who you are or what you got going on. You want to hear that shit from other motherfuckers. Hey, man, you're the guy. Nigga, confidence, nigga, you know you the guy any motherfucking way. Like me, tell motherfuckers all the time, nigga, I let everybody else say I'm the best, nigga. I ain't start saying I was the best until other niggas start saying, nigga, all I did was agree with what the fuck they said, nigga. I don't. But if they didn't say it, I'm going to still feel that shit anyway. Still feel like I'm the best, nigga. Even when niggas say, hey, man, I think that nigga's better than you. That's cool. I, I feel like I'm better than him, but... You entitled to that. Nigga, I don't get mad at this what it is, nigga. On some real shit, all I do is say, nigga, I got more work to do because I need to convince this nigga that I'm better than that nigga. But it ain't no fucking shade. It's just, all right, for sure, nigga, do your thing. Because I'm for sure going to do mine. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, you don't even know who the fuck you are until you get tested. You know, until you run into that motherfucking circumstance, until you run into that scenario. Because I have on many occasions, my nigga, you know, like I enjoy when a motherfucker tells me something about somebody being better than me, because all that shows me is I got some shit that I got to do, you know, like I welcome that shit, you know, like it's, it's cool when motherfuckers say shit, it's cool when I go through shit, you know, like it's, it's, it's always cool, it sucks, it hurts to go through but, like, sometimes I be having to step out of myself and step beyond the circumstance to really look at what the fuck that circumstance is and what that circumstance is going to do for me in the long run. Like, you know, like I said about defining moments, my nigga. You know, like these motherfucking tattoos on my hands. You know, y'all niggas see these motherfucking tattoos on my hands. And, you know, I've told the story many a time. The reason I got these tattoos on my hands is because, like, 2009, nigga, I lost my, my CDL, and I wasn't able to fucking work, nigga. The motherfuckers repossessed my truck. Nigga, I remember, nigga, me and my wife, nigga, we had to turn off everything that wasn't necessary, nigga. Like, we had to cancel cable. Nigga, I ain't had cable since 2009 because of that fucking circumstance, nigga. We had to cut off all type of shit, nigga, had to get rid of every car that had a car note on it, like, nigga, any, anything that we don't need has to go, nigga, it was like, nigga, we paying rent and bills, that's it, nigga, we ain't going out, we ain't having no fun, nothing, nigga, anything that's unnecessary has to go, my nigga, you know, and like, I, I probably didn't really honestly have a real job for like six, seven months, my nigga, and the one job that I got was the worst job, hands down, that I ever had. You know, and literally, to keep myself from quitting, I had to write my wife and my son's name on my gloves to keep myself from quitting, my nigga. So every day, nigga, and, and the job was so fucked up, nigga, I would literally have to 
constantly change work gloves because I bust through the work gloves working. My nigga was like, um, these fucking fiberglass fucking encasements for like the, the shit that go underground that holds like your, your water and your lights or whatever the fuck. It's some little bullshit, but it was like this big fiberglass shit. And I'm in the fucking booth, nigga, trimming the fucking fiberglass, nigga, with this big ass trimming, nigga. My gloves would be breaking. But every time I get a set of gloves, nigga, I write my wife's name on one, write my son's name on the other. So as I'm working, I'm looking at my gloves. So it's like as bad as I want to quit, I got to look at these niggas' names to remind myself not to fucking quit because I'm not just doing this shit for me. I'm doing this shit for them, too. I can't I can't fucking quit as bad as I wanted to just be like, man, fuck this shit. I'd rather be broke. I couldn't because I had a fucking family to feed. So that's the reason that I keep these motherfucking tattoos on my hands to always remind myself like, nigga, no matter what I'm doing, it's more than just me. But the thing is, it took a fucked up circumstance for me to get that motherfucking perspective. It took a fucking fucked up circumstance happening to me. For me to be able to look and be like, all right, nigga, like I, I got to always go hard. Like I can't not fucking go hard because I got motherfuckers that depend on me, nigga. If nobody else do it, brownie. Like I can't fucking let a nigga be better than me at nothing. You know, I can't never fucking accept mediocrity, nigga. I can't accept being just okay. You know, like I got to go back and listen to an episode I did a long ass time ago. My nigga it was like one of the episodes that was like the first one where I got like feedback that like blew me the fuck away. My nigga, the episode was called Just Good Enough Ain't Enough. You know, and a lawyer hit me up, you know, shout out to a uh, good counsel on Instagram and shit. Like, dude hit me up and was like, nigga, I heard that episode, Just Good Enough Ain't Enough, and that shit, like, made me want to go harder in a legal game. And I'm like, what? A motherfucking lawyer hitting me up, nigga? I'm a motherfucking truck driver, nigga. I ain't a motivational speaker. I ain't no millionaire. I ain't no business mogul, and I damn sure ain't a lawyer. You know, like, nigga, to be a lawyer, you practically got to be a goddamn genius. And this motherfucker hit me up saying that some shit that I said made him go harder in the legal game. And he ain't like no rookie lawyer, nigga. He ain't like no nigga who just fucking passed the bar. Like, this nigga's a full-blown lawyer, my nigga. And it's like this motherfucker giving me feedback on some shit I said. Like, nigga, shit like that is what make me go hard body. Like, nigga, I, I, I gotta keep killing this shit. Because, nigga, strong enemies as well as nigga just... Having motherfuckers who are up here even say anything to me. Let me know I'm doing something right, nigga. And let me know I still got a whole lot of motherfucking work to do, my nigga. Because that's the thing about being the best, my nigga. Nigga, even as the best, even as that nigga, even as the motherfucker on top of the top, nigga, you always got more work to do, nigga. You always got to go harder. What's going on, Rosie, from the Rosie Perspective Podcast? You know, like, nigga, no matter what, no matter what motherfuckers say about you, no matter what you got going on, even if you feel like you're that motherfucker, you still got to practice. Nigga, you still got to go hard, my nigga, because, nigga, when you at the top, nigga, it's a million motherfuckers that's trying to beat you, my nigga. Everybody is looking up at the motherfucker at the top to beat them, my nigga. You know, that's the fucking thing, nigga. When you second, third, fourth, and all that shit, like, nigga, you, you a predator at the end of the day, my nigga. 
Like it's easy being number two, three, four, five, and six. Like that shit easy because you know you got something to look at. You got something to aim at, nigga. You got a level that you can look at and see and know, okay, that's what I got to reach. I got to get up there, my nigga. When you at the top, nigga, you ain't got nothing to look at, nigga. All you doing is looking down at motherfuckers. You know, so you got to motivate yourself when you up there. Nigga, that's the reason I said, nigga, having strong enemies is a motherfucking blessing. Because it's always good to have somebody to look at to say, nigga, that motherfucker makes me want to improve. You know, and like something that has like recently on some real shit. And I've said it a while ago. You know, this shit just came to my head when I saw that Rosie jumped in the motherfucking live. And it's like, nigga, amongst us men in podcasting, because, you know, like we we've had this fucking competition between like me, Frocast and, you know, all these other motherfuckers. Right. And I be forgetting like, nigga, it's females that's smoking this shit, my nigga. Shout out to all the women in podcasting, my nigga. On some real shit, because, nigga, they need to get their motherfucking flowers, too, nigga. Especially Rosie and Shan Because nigga I always be saying I'm the best my nigga But Rosie and Shan Nigga they right up there my nigga Rosie and Shan is like Nigga upper echelon Top tier in this motherfucking shit my nigga You know y'all niggas have heard me talk to You know Rosie from the Rosie perspective She's been on here You know like nigga that's my homegirl Nigga she a motherfucking beast at this shit my nigga you know, just like Shan, nigga, Shan from, you know, she gets it podcast, nigga, they, they up here, nigga, they top tier, nigga, upper echelon, my nigga, when we mentioning who's the best, nigga, they in that motherfucking conversation too, dog. you know, but like, just amongst the motherfuckers who we fuck with, my nigga, I keep telling niggas, niggas ain't looking me eye to eye, but at the end of the day, the reason that I fuck with who I fuck with, the reason that I pay attention to the motherfuckers who I pay attention to, nigga, the reason who I'm really like, Really listening to certain motherfucking shows who I listen to is because, like, I need to hear motherfuckers who are in this conversation. That shit motivates me to go harder. Nigga, when you in any fucking arena, nigga, you need to be studying the motherfuckers who are at the top of that motherfucking space. Nigga, whether that be industry, nigga, whether that be business, nigga, I don't give a fuck if you a florist. I don't give a fuck if you do hair. Nigga, I don't care if you cut grass. Like, nigga, you need to be around the motherfuckers who are at the top of what you do. Because that's what's going to make you better at anything you fucking do, my nigga. You know, like, you have to see who's the best. Even if you feel like you the best, my nigga. If you the best, you need to be looking at the nigga who the second best. You need to constantly be paying attention to what that nigga who's second best is doing. Because if you take your motherfucking eye off, that nigga going to take your motherfucking spot. You know, because that's the fucking thing, my nigga. That's what life is about, my nigga. That's what being the best in anything is about. Protecting your motherfucking position. You know, when you second and third, nigga, all you doing is going hard to try to reach number one. You trying to catch number one, my nigga. You know, and like, I forgot who the fuck said that shit, but it's kind of like a, not a cliche, but kind of a, a, a common knowledge type of thing, which is, it's always easier to be the predator than the prey. It's always easier to chase than to be chased. Because when you're chasing, all you got to do is run fast. Like, nigga, you see 
what the target is and you just aim for the motherfucking target. But when you the one being chased, nigga, you got a million things to think about. You got to think about what this nigga next move is, how fast this motherfucker's going, what the fuck is on this nigga's mind, how motivated he is and all types of shit. Nigga, when you fucking the, the chaser, nigga, all you got to do is say, okay, I see what I got to chase. I see what number I got to reach. I see what I got to do. And that's the thing, my nigga. You know, it ain't always good to be the best. That's why they say heavy is the head that wears the crown. Because these are always the things that you got to keep in mind when you got the motherfucking crown on. Nigga, it's not always good to hold the crown. Or let me not say good. It's good to be king. But nigga, it's not always motherfucking easy, my nigga. You know, it's just like they say, nigga, pimping ain't easy, but it sure is fun. You know, and that's the motherfucking thing. Like, nigga, you should always be having a fucking goal to reach. You know, whether that shit be being number one or maintaining number one, nigga, you always got to have something to look up and look at. You should always have something that you are yourself chasing, even if you are the motherfucker being chased. Nigga, even if you say LeBron James, Kevin Durant, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or fucking Luka, Luka Doncic and shit. Like, you the top of motherfucking your industry, nigga. You're him. You're the guy. You should always be like, all right, nigga, I, I averaged 30 last year. I need to average 35. I averaged 35 last year. I need to average 40. You know, because even though I'm the man, I need to make sure I'm so far past these motherfuckers that these niggas can't even be mentioned next to me, my nigga. Even though I might be up here so high, there's always a motherfucker that's still coming. So I got to keep fucking running to make sure that this motherfucker don't catch me, my nigga. You know, like you always got to have a motherfucking reason to wake up and fucking go harder, my nigga. You know, because like I always say, nigga, like. Nigga, I look at my motherfucking hands and I always remember, nigga, it's more than just me, nigga. I got these motherfuckers I got to go fucking hard for. I can never fucking relax, nigga. I can never just, like, be regular, be average, like, middle of the fucking road. I can't do it, my nigga. I always had to be the best I could be because Deuce and Brownie is watching me, my nigga. I don't never want Deuce and Brownie to think that it's okay to be fucking regular because they daddy not. Like, I don't never want my kids to think that it's cool to just halfway do some shit because they daddy don't halfway do shit. Nigga, anything that I do, I'm always trying to be the best at it. I'm always hustling hard as the fuck I can to excel at everything I do because I got these two motherfuckers watching me all the time. Nigga, no matter what I do, nigga, Deuce and Brownie are always watching. And the funny thing about Brownie, Brownie always hold me motherfucking accountable. Nigga, Brownie quick to tell me when I'm fucking up. Nigga, Brownie quick to tell me if I break a promise or if I say I'm going to do some shit and I don't do it. Or, you know, if if I say I'm some shit and she don't fucking believe it, nigga, Brownie quick to do that shit. And I love that about her. You know, like, and that's the fucking thing is about strong enemies and having strong allies, my nigga. You got to have people in your corner to hold you accountable. You know, just like having a fucking strong enemy will hold you accountable because nigga, every time you make a mistake, nigga, your enemy is that much closer to catching you. When you make a motherfucking mistake, nigga, your enemy smiles when you fuck up. Your enemy get happy when you fuck up. Your enemy love to see you fuck up because all that is, is giving them 
one step closer to catching your motherfucking ass. One step closer to beating your motherfucking ass. Nigga, one step closer to overcoming you, nigga. You can't fucking let that shit happen, my nigga, because the competition is always there, nigga. The competition can't wait to see you fuck up. Nigga, that's the reason, nigga, as the motherfucker who is at the top, the motherfucker who's reaching for the top, nigga, you always have to do your best to be your best at all times. Nigga, you always got to be going hard. Nigga, you always got to be practicing. You always got to be paying attention to what the fuck you doing. You always got to remain conscious in everything you're doing. You always got to be fucking intentional in all your fucking moves. Because there's motherfuckers who everything you do, they watching. They watching fucking closely because they want to kick you in your ass, my nigga. They want to beat you. Like, nigga, no matter what you doing, my nigga, there's always somebody working hard to take what the fuck you got from you, my nigga. As far as when you in a competitive fucking setting and in the United States of America, in this motherfucking capitalist society that we in, nigga, that's what capitalism is, my nigga. Capitalizing. Capitalizing on the mistakes of others, my nigga. So you always got to be going hard, my nigga, because the enemy is there, my nigga. You know, it's just like in the fucking Bible, nigga. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and to destroy, my nigga. You should never be doing nothing to allow that shit to happen. You should always be going as hard as you can. Because the enemy wants you, my nigga. The enemy is there to beat you, nigga. And that's the fucking thing, nigga. Like, that's what I say about always having goals, nigga. Whether you at the top or at the bottom, my nigga. When you at the fucking top, even if you at the motherfucking middle or wherever you at. Nigga, if you ain't reaching upward, you headed downward. You know, nigga, I always believe in going hard as you can, my nigga, in everything, you know, and if you ain't got no motherfucking strong enemies, my nigga, you got to challenge your motherfucking self, because if you're not challenged, you don't know what the fuck you capable of, my nigga, you know, and that's the fucking thing, you know, like I say about life, you know, God, you know, the higher power, nigga, whatever the fuck you believe in, my nigga, you know, and I'm going to close it on this shit, like, the reason that adversity exists, the reason that we get put in fucked up circumstances is for us to learn what we capable of, for us to learn what we can handle, what we could take. Because a lot of times we don't know until we get tested, my nigga. You don't really know how you built until you get shown how you built, until something is put in front of you that you have to overcome. Because like I tell people all the time, nigga, we are naturally survivors my nigga it's like the first rule of existence or whatever the fuck that shit is the first law of human nature nigga is self-preservation is survival my nigga we don't really know how strong we are until we get put in fucked up circumstances until we have strong enemies you know until we get something big put in front of us to overcome that's when we find out how strong we are like i said the reason a lot of us fucking say that we come from the bottom is because that shit shows us that we could overcome coming from the bottom. We can overcome these circumstances. So that's the reason that motherfuckers say, nigga, I'm, I'm from the bottom. I come from this. Because you ain't shit without a story, my nigga. Nigga, don't nobody want to read no motherfucking book where everything went right. Nigga, don't nobody want to read no book of a silver spoon motherfucker who just lived a silver spoon life the whole time. 
you're defined by your circumstances. You're defined by your strong enemies, my nigga. Superman ain't nothing without Lex Luthor. Motherfucking Batman ain't nothing without the Joker. Muhammad Ali ain't shit without motherfucking Joe Frazier, my nigga. You need these motherfucking circumstances to show you what type of motherfucker you are. Or you never gonna be considered to be shit, my nigga. You're defined by your competition. You're defined by what you overcome. So when you get these strong enemies, when these fucked up circumstances are put in front of you, when you have these things that you have to overcome, my nigga, you should embrace that. You should embrace these negative circumstances as an opportunity for you to show what type of motherfucker you are. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media, town eat house media. Support the other townhouse media podcast, Sports For You podcast, live on Tuesday evening, 6 p.m. Pacific time, live on Facebook and YouTube. Um, you know, if you would like to support me financially, get some merchandise at too much game podcast.store. Uh, follow me on social media at too much game podcast on Instagram or at too much game pod on Twitter. My personal pages are Uncle Dolomite on Instagram at Uncle Dolomite or at Uncle Dolomite on Twitter. Um, you know, I'm on YouTube, nigga. Like, comment, subscribe. You know, share, nigga. If you want to help me, you want to help the show grow. Share this motherfucker with somebody who you feel can use it, my nigga. Fine. If you know somebody who listen to podcasts, tell them niggas about the Too Much Game podcast. I'm literally on all streaming platforms, nigga, everywhere, including YouTube. If you got a fucking Echo Show, nigga, you can tell, you know, your fucking little thing back there. You know, Alexa play Too Much Game podcast, and my shit play, nigga. I'm on Pandora as well. I'm on everything, my nigga. But, um, I think that's it, dog. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.